welcome to the Aggressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Personal Development and Business Coach, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring message or person to help you unlock creating life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you because I'm going to be interviewing or welcoming Courtney Jerome, who I had the privilege of working with as a coach earlier this year. And he joined one of the programs that I was coaching on and literally just blew everybody away. He's tenacity, his drive, his motivation, his energy was just infectious. And I, I, you know, even saying that now, I've got my hands, my arms out, just sharing that kind of um, that, that message with you. But he is such an inspiration. He's a coach who helps transform the lives of professionals. But he'll tell you more about that and a bit about his story. So he also has his own podcast and he shares a lot around uh, a lot around mental health a lot around life and absolute inspiration you know this guy he talks a lot around being empathetic and I say that and hopefully he won't want me sharing this because I was going to share the quote from Simon Sneak about empathy is about being concerned about the human being and not just about their output and I thought this is absolutely key for exactly how I see Courtney to be because we did a lot of work working together on DISC and his personality purely from the side of yes focusing on his self-awareness but really about how he works and gets the best out of others. And he was just so open-minded and so energetic about that whole process. It was a lovely, uh, it was a lovely thing to be doing with somebody as a client. So if that sounds like something you do, reach out and let me know because it, is, it really helps you to drill down and focus on uh, who you can help and how you can get the best out of others just by doing that personality assessment. So, so much to that. So without further ado, over to you, Courtney Joe. I have been a sporty kid my whole life. Um, you'll probably hear this from most people that are in this industry, but I was very high level at most things, running, long jump, um, football, hockey. Um, but my my upbringing was your typical, you need to go to school, you need to go to secondary school, you need to go to college, you need to go to university, and then you're going to get a job, and then that's it, done. Um, I knew when I was in primary school, I didn't even know what uni, like the, the whole, I didn't, you're a child. And I knew I wasn't going to go to university. Um, and um, so, yeah, I, I did, I wasn't too bad in school. I was quite academic to a degree, apart from maths, <laughs> as you well know. Um, but yeah, I passed everything else. Um, but they didn't let me do the A-levels I wanted to do. So I, um, I left and then I went and done public services um, at college thinking I was going to join the Royal Marines um, started learning about more about the world and why we are in these other countries and I thought these lot ain't at war with us we're invading their country so I'm not I'm not going to do that um, and then I was lost for years um, in horrible jobs that I hated office jobs um, I, I've been in I've been a butcher I've worked at Thorpe Park I've been a plasterer's labourer uh, I've done it all and um, the last office job that I did, um, kind of skipped forward there. Um, but yeah, the, the last office job I did uh, like sent me into like a depressive state. I remember going home one day. This is it was all building up, and um, I was just crying in my room on my own in this house that I lived in. So um, I went to America for a month just to clear my head. Um, 
the day I landed in America, um, I'd already had an interview set up for a month's time when I got back to the UK to work in my first, uh, well, work in a gym um, as a level two um, instructor. I've had, I'd had my level two for years, done nothing with it. Always thought I would like to have my personal training qualification, but there was no drive to it. There was, it was just saying, yeah, it'd be nice to have kind of, kind of thought. Um, I started working in this private gym <clears throat> and was teaching classes there. Um, everyone loved them. And then they started asking me about PT and I was like, I'm not qualified. I can't do it. Um, and then they kept asking, kept asking, and I kept denying. So they went to the owner and they said, let him PT us. <laughs> um, so he shadowed me for a session, saw that I was competent and then um, let me PT. Uh, that was all going well. And then I got fired from there for stealing Kit Kats, apparently. Um, <laughs> so they had a massive big box of Kit Kats in the staff room and we didn't sell them. Uh, they made a point not to sell any products like that. So I thought they were for us to have a cup of tea. So I did that every now and then I'd have a Kit Kat and I'd have a cup of tea. I didn't like hide it. I made it very clear. I was sitting in the staff room eating Kit Kats and drinking tea. Um, <laughs> And then I, um, I, I happened to be in America for Christmas holidays. And then I got an email saying, you're fired um, effective immediately. So I thought, fuck this. I have to um, get my level three qualification and I've got to go self-employed and do this on my own. So I did exactly that. I, Because um, I had the level two already, I started at Pure Gym straight away teaching classes. Did a six-week intense course. So Monday to Friday, you're in a classroom environment um, and got my level three qualifications. And then I did three and a bit years at Pure Gym. Um, great experience, bad and good. There was a lot of bad, but also a lot of good. That taught me so much of, I mean, how to how to PT, first of all, um, how to uh, run a business, how not to run a business, um, and just, just how the whole industry works. Um, some people will disagree with me. I find it criminal that you can just do a course and then call yourself whatever you want to call yourself a fat loss specialist or this specialist and you've never done a day's work on the gym floor that's just my opinion though um and um so yeah i did really well there then i got um never i never thought i wanted to be a manager or a manager gym or anything like that a guy that was was a client of mine at the time <clears throat> um he's a entrepreneur very successful guy um one said he wanted to open up a gym and wanted me to manage it and then i did exactly that got them to a thousand members in uh three months um really was really really successful and then lockdown happened coronavirus um which was just mad um but my kind of mindset i I just can't let like, things like that kind of affect me. Um, I've got a duty of care to all my clients. Plus I had a baby on the way, so I can't, I couldn't lose my head. Um, so it was teaching classes on zoom, et cetera, and whatnot and hosting mental health talks Monday to Friday for anyone to join. Um, and then my business was all, my online business was already doing crazy numbers in terms of how many clients I had. Um, and it was all getting a bit crazy and I wasn't managing it well. And one of my good friends, um, Lewis, um, who's also a coach, he was like, I think you need to do like a mastermind mentoring course so you can learn how to scale your business and this, that and the other. Um, 
And that was the, this, this was probably the third time he told me to do it. And the first two times I palmed him off, I was like, I know what I'm doing. I don't need it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and um, ended up taking that, <clears throat> taking that leap of faith. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I'm, I'm it was probably the best decision I've ever made in terms of uh, business perspective. Um, has taught me how to scale my business. I've earned more money than I could ever dream of in the shortest space of time. Um, which is irrelevant anyway, like I, it's not about the money, but it's, it was interesting to see from a business uh, insight, just changing a few certain things and learning bits and bobs of information in order to get leads or whatever it may be, how to attract more clients and make yourself more attractable. Yeah. Um, and here we are again in a second lockdown. <laughs> interesting you mentioned a lot around the mindset and there's so much within that you talk about the marines um having to clear your head get some space out in america working um through lockdown with doing mental health talks with for anybody what is the mindset you think that you've needed to adapt and and really have strong in terms of the, the business perspective um the main one i would say is stop being so uh, resistant um and naive um towards um just different ideas um and okay. people uh, i mean success leaves clues right so if someone's more successful than you they're not going to be there by accident mm. they would have followed processes um and i guess I guess there's a science behind as to what they're doing so I thought I know this person's doing it I know them personally I know them I know them okay maybe maybe there is something I'm not uh, I'm not um, woke on here so I thought I needed to learn some more but I guess still within that there is still lots of people and we, we speak a lot around the environment the people that you're with and your network and how those factors can make such a difference for people in terms of how successful they are in business and obviously everybody has different kind of uh, opinion on what success is and everything of course but I guess how do you how do you bring all of that in to think that this is what's going to be right for me and it's not going to because you have had a great amount of success in a short period of time but that's not just been overnight either it's like you said it's been those stepping stones and you know so those seeds to get to where you are now but mm. what do you think has been if you could summarize it in kind of a three to five points of the real key areas that have helped you build the business what would they be um the the, the key things would be the overall consistency yeah and i, I guess never say die attitude you know um but also, like if you set yourself goals and actually write them out, you mm. are more than likely to achieve them. If it was if you were just like, oh, I'd like to achieve that. I set myself specific targets to hit. Have you, during... that? Have you always set goals? No, I only started doing it right. in uh, 2016. Okay. And how did that come about? From me starting at Pure Gym. Right. Um, and me being fully qualified, I said, right, I want to do this amount of PET in a specific amount of time. Yeah. I want to um, earn this amount of money a year. Yeah. Um, 2016, I only did it from a, a doing a certain amount of hours of PT. Yeah. Um, nice, smart goal. It's achievable. It's realistic. Um, I didn't want to put a, um, a profit margin on there. 
I just yeah. felt I want to do this amount of PT. Um, and then I did that, started getting more clients. I'm like, okay, cool. I've done that now. So now we can start to level up these goals and be more specific on them. Um, so I said, right, I want to do this amount of PT and I want to earn this amount of money a year. Um, and I've so far I've achieved every single one of those goals that I, I set myself, even this year. Um, I've, had, I've been asked so many times, I have been asked to do answer some questions about life during lockdown as a PT and um, earnings and whatnot. Mm. And um, I think... <clears throat> you have to be a hustler. You, you really do have to be a hustler. Yeah. Entrepreneur, call it whatever the fuck you want. But if you refuse to, if you come from a place where I've come from, now I'm not saying I had some horrible, disgusting upbringing. The, yeah. the, the first part was, was lovely when, I, when both my parents were together, you know, there was, it was all fine. Um, but I've, I've experienced homelessness, not living on the street, but not having a home to go to, you know, I was lucky enough to, to be able to live with friends, sleep on their beds or sofas or whatever it was. Um, but there's been days, but I've been in a ridiculous amount of debt. Uh, there's been <clears throat> weeks where I've gone days without eating because I had to choose getting to work and putting petrol in my car rather than feeding myself, you know, um, I, I've, I've been through some shit. Um, but you, you can't let that define you. It's one of those situations where, okay, right, this, is, this, this bad thing's already happened. Are you going to dwell on it and keep staying in this negative mindset? Or are you going to say, right, I've been through that. I never want to go through that again. So what do I need to do in order to prevent that from happening? And that's what I, I guess I do every single day. Like this lockdown um, with all the madness going on, I'm very fortunate, <clears throat> so very fortunate. I busted my ass off and, <laughs> saved, and saved a load of money so that I could build a gym. I spent close to 20K on a gym. Um, for my for my garden fully commercially kitted out um, and I have been letting people use it throughout this whole lockdown for five pound a session made 1500 quid you know uh, um, I lost four I lost a grand of reoccurring income in the first four days of the lockdown and I was like shit I need to get that back you know so it's just about real entrepreneurs they they will look at a situation and be like this is really really bad no they'll be like right how can I um upskill this um this kind of situation how's it going to benefit me um so yeah yeah it's really powerful and it is again it goes back to that kind of the mindset part and the way you choose to see things like you say do you wake up and think well how am I going to put this fire out or do you you overcome by it and I think there's two camps that I see in the world at the minute of people that are very uh, easy to go down the route of victim mode and you know the world's against me where was me um, and obviously some situations are very different um, and then there's others that just have that that constant like yourself tenacious and I think the minute I saw you come on the mastermind um, as, a, as a client when you joined it was just you knew what you needed to do in, well that's why you're coming on but you knew you had to do something different and what came your way you just implemented and you just made it happen and some things worked some things wouldn't have worked and you just kept going and just, and I think your positivity and again I guess what I see a lot of people that are successful is their energy that they just keep going and it is you know they love it you know they love when things go wrong because it's what can I learn from this? What am I not, like you said, what am I not going to do again? That's not going to happen to me. I'm just going to keep going. I've learned myself. I've learned this time. And what do I need to change and everything? So, yeah, I think it's really key. How does the, um, 
how do you find, I guess, coming from my perspective of understanding mental health, it, it, it's very rewarding. It can be very tough as well. Um, I don't want to use the word draining, but it can be to the point where you sit for a couple of hours, I do and volunteer everything. You know, you're in that space and it's tough and you have to then adapt and change. And then yourself, you have to manage yourself within that environment very much. Mm. How have you noticed that it's, um, I guess, helped you and maybe any revelations that have really surprised you from being focused on it with clients? I think where I have made it such a um, <clears throat> key part of my coaching, and this doesn't mean that I am, like, I'm, I've not studied mental health, I'm not a mental health coach or what, like CBT therapy, whatever that people um, misconstrued that I am. I um, m- My job is to get people into the best shape of their life mentally and physically now right um it's but it, anyone can can have a six-pack if you if you work hard for it and eat yeah. the right foods and train a little bit but you're you could still be unhappy you could still have um negative thoughts towards whatever you have negative negative thoughts towards and i think where i i started doing the mental health stuff three years ago um just an hour every sunday speaking to people at pure gym and then we'd go and train together um and then the first lockdown i thought oh, i haven't done this for ages now because uh, i once i left pure gym <clears throat> i stopped doing it <clears throat> so i thought right i'm gonna do this again and we'll do it on zoom and it was so so beneficial like like ridiculously beneficial um it, it for, for, for me it kept me sane you know getting to speak to different people every day and for the individuals that came on as well like there was loads of us ridiculous amount um it's just one <clears throat> for me it's, it's, it should be the main uh focal point for everyone's coaching to make sure someone's mind right yeah. this doesn't mean you're a therapist this doesn't mean that someone should be offloading fuck loads of information on you and 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 depending on you and like making you responsible for their mental health because every every individual is responsible for their own mental health it's just if you're lucky enough to have people like myself or you uh whoever it may be to um enforce good habits and lifestyles which will help with their mental health then you're you're very very blessed you know the the things that we're preaching anyone can do you Mm -hmm. just sometimes you just need to be told to do it and 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 practice what you preach as well uh also if you have if, if you've experienced um horrible life experience as well and you're not a drug addict and it's not killed you and you're not like just here um in body not in mind and you've overcome it people take a lot of value from that i was I still find it shocking now about how much value people take from me sharing my life experiences. I'm like, I'm like, but this is, this is life. Like, have you not experienced this? I was like, but how, how have you, have we got this far thinking so naively that someone like myself, surely he's got it all together. No, like, no, no one's got it all together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I love the part you say about, um, the, the integrity you know and going back to it, what do we hold as our values as well and that doesn't have some not saying it's woo woo like you say like you, I don't I've trained to be a volunteer but I'm not a therapist I'm not a counsellor I make it really clear to people I just have a passion like, I really want to help people because like you say I think that people aren't I think sometimes when you're I know can be very strong and focused and driven 
and I always think everyone's like me and then uh, you know everyone's as strong as that and and people aren't and so I guess that it's helped me be more empathetic I've had to learn that as well um, and shape how I am as a person through that way so the mental health's done that but like you say very much that I get really really beat up by people that are like be kind and then the next action is doing the complete opposite to that and you know like be like you said start you know being genuine well if you're going to say you are that then do it if you say you know listen and support more I think that people want to talk too much or be heard too much apart from sometimes just listening and that's what I love about pure coaching is that it's you know people come to me it's like oh what would you think of this it's like well I'm more interested about what you think but it is asking asking the questions and finding and drawing out the answers from people as well and helping them get to that point or you know like we said earlier sowing the seeds so that it's not actually maybe this moment in time or the next six months that they achieve what they want to or get to where they want to be but actually it's you know even two years down the road so blimey I think I look back and think five years down the road and I'm like why is this just coming to me now yeah. because all of our life experiences and you know the, the kind of those nuggets on the way but yeah I think there's a real thing in being you know sticking to your values on things yeah. and, and having confidence is that especially when you're building a business and there's lots of self-doubt around or there's lots of people that will kind of doubt you as well and then you doubt yourself around how much you really want it your belief in everything you need to have those core values to go back to in terms of this is this is my why mm. and, and that's it like and there's people that will come into your life that you'll I'm going to use Lewis as an example because I, I, in fact, I pretty, yeah, I, I've never done anything for yeah. anyone for what I've done for Lewis, you know, um, like completely. But 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 the great thing is he put himself in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, he DM'd me as a complete stranger, you know, but um, I, I literally took Lewis under my wing and, and I am not the best coach in the world. I just, what I do, I am very good at. So I do it. I stay in my lane, you know, I don't pretend to be anything else. Um, and, and, and that's why <clears throat> don't get me wrong I'm human so I can get pissed off and I can if if, if someone's an arsehole to me I'll be a bigger arsehole you know it, it's do you know what I mean I, but I'm now I have more rationale now and, and I, I take more time to think and like how's this going to impact how's this going to impact my image of my brand and yeah. how's this just going to impact my mental health you know like uh, a situation has happened over the past few weeks with um, an old employee when I was manager who's an employee of Jets at the moment and he's, he's, he's done made some actions which has just made me think wow you're just a, a poisonous person and mm. I could I could rise to some of the things that he's done or I could just let him be that person what's it got to do with me anymore now you know I, I'm never going to need to see him or speak to him again. Yeah. Um, but as I said, I am only human. And sometimes you're like, you want to be like, I'm not going to say the word on him. Like, you, <laughs> you know? um, you, you yeah. wanna, like, I'm, 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 I'm at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a man. I have testosterone and, and I want to hit things sometimes, but that is not the responsible, mature thing to do. So we can't do that. <laughs> um, so it, it is hard at the same time, you know, I'd lo- like, I'd love to, spend a day with like um Tony Robbins or Gary V or Eric Thomas and like or David Goggins whoever it may be and ask them like what's what's your process like when you get really vexed like someone's really pissed you off yeah and like done something really personal or just like someone's just a hor- horrible person like what's your process man does it 
like if, if if they was to say to me it doesn't even affect me i'll be like teach me how to, to, to do that. <laughs> teach me how to do that man because it affects me but i think i'm i'm a really emotional man and i i really do care about people like what like <clears throat> lewis took him under his wing i've 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 done so much for the guy and I don't want anything back from it. I do it because I see the potential in this guy and he's just such a nice guy. We get along so well and I just want him to do so well. Yeah. Um, and my partner even broke down in tears the other day <clears throat> because um, like Lewis has been going through a hard time and um, at the last lockdown, he was at mine like every day for a long time. And he made a point as he didn't want it to be like that this time because I've got a baby now, et cetera, et cetera. And I went to Lewis's the other day, um, even though he'd been at mine for most of the day as well. I went to his afterwards um, just to make sure he was okay, you know. Um, and it was a kind of a wake-up moment for me <clears throat> because I, I think sometimes you can care too much. Yeah. And then that, that will take... Um, time away from people that you you need to put the same care and effort into you know um whether that be clients or not um but this is where community like communication it comes down to communication and one thing i say to my clients is like if you communicate with me we're going to have a better relationship this coaching will, will work if yeah. you if you don't turn up for group calls or you don't watch them and you don't all the value that is that i try to give you guys if you don't try and consume that um you're you're not you're not going to see the value because you're not trying to you're not you're not you're not making the effort you know yeah um it's this whole the whole mental health the whole me being a coach and just as a human being side of things um as we all are we're all we're all complex creatures you know and like like something was said about me today by this individual. I'm not going to mention names because I don't want anyone to start adding this guy or whatever. And then I was just, I, I, I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have words with him, you know. But then, I, then I'm, and then I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? He'll be his own, um, and he'll be. I'm trying to think of the the right phrase. Um. He'll be his own um, creator of his downfall. Yeah, He'll yeah. be the reason of his own downfall. That's what I was trying to say. And it's a big thing in that you can't you can't control others. Yeah, that's it. Um, mm. and, and and I'm not one. I'm not a control freak either. Um, and, and so that's why I'm thinking. I was like, just it is what it is, man. It yeah. is what it is. But what a difference you must notice in yourself and that kind of that self awareness part of the journey that you've gone on over. You know last five or ten years even with that as well or longer i think having more responsibility having a purpose having a purpose makes you make better decisions like a guy called me a black cunt um last year um for no reason um and i went to smash his head in um but he, he ran away yeah i could have run after him and stuff like that but i just thought am i gonna do is anything good going to come of this? I might feel good for five minutes and then I'll be at home or at work thinking, when are the police going to knock on the door? You know? Yeah. Um, so I think if you have a purpose, life becomes, I'm not going to say a lot easier, but you'll have more clarity in your mindset. Yeah. I'm smiling because I heard that today on something and it was all around clarity and 
purpose again like that and then when you have that you're again you're confident because you know where you're going with that you've got a mission and and that's what drives you that that kind of keeps you grounded inspires you etc like you say and and I think what I love about you is that you're very transparent and that comes across and you're genuine and it just shows we're all human you know and it is it's kind of that this is what you get this is who I am if you want to work with me if you want to be a part of my world this is what what it looks like um and I think that's genuinely more appealing with people especially and and when you're doing business as well it's horrible to work with people that aren't of that way at all it's horrible yeah that, I think that's why I I still I've got so much to learn and, and I still struggle because I I if you're an adult yeah and we come in if, and we start speaking to you I like to think I'm a good judge of character but yeah. I, I I think too many people are like me when I know that and that's not true and and there's there's people that have done me dirty yeah when I've only done them good and I'm just I'm like yeah, I love that man. Wow, let's pe- people do this, you know? Right, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is mad. It is but mad. never, never take away the fact that your good intention is there and you're genuine. Because, like we said, with anything, it's like letting things go. That will always pay off, and that mm-hmm. will have to sometimes just trust that part. It's like I said to you earlier. Me doing what I'm doing now and continue to be like that, like years down the line. So, right, perfect example. Yeah. Um, the gym I built. <clears throat> I built, I didn't build it. Um, <laughs> two of my good friends who uh, were, one of them was a client, no, just a good friend, and one still is a client. They, they're both chippies. They built it for free. Yeah. You know, uh, one of them just said, oh, just, just give me a bit of coaching, but he's too much of a party animal anyway. Um, so I just said, <laughs> I was like, once, once things uh, open up, I was like, well, I'll take you on holiday. You and me will go on holiday. And one of them I'm coaching for free and he uses the gym for free, you know? Yeah. I what I'm like what the hell like I'm baffled that I've 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 got people in my life that are that are doing that for me. Um, one of my clients who has been with me for three years, um, he's an entrepreneur. I literally just had a meeting with him a few hours ago, um, and we ha- we now have our own business that we're working on at the moment, um, which he approached me for. He was like, Courtney you've been we've been doing this for three years now clearly I like you and you like me and we get on I wanted I've wanted to start a business in the fitness industry for a while now I know what I want to do and I want you to be a director he's like I want us to be 50 50 partners and I'm like it's blowing my mind this guy's uh entrepreneur really stupid successful and what god knows what and I'm like I didn't even tell my fiance for like a week because I was like this hasn't happened this has not happened you know and I'm thinking clearly I'm doing something right because good energy yeah. is getting give, is giving back to me now and um, so I'll never let someone else's actions deter me off my path it might frustrate me for a few days but I'll always come I'll always like think rational thoughts and just I'm going to carry on doing me yeah That's and it. I always say that business is about relationships and you build a business through building your relationships with people mm. look I've got a few quick fire questions for you because uh, I like to keep you on your toes <laughs> So how do you measure success? I don't think you can measure success really because it's too individualized. Okay. Um, like success for me might be the polar opposite for somebody else. So that's yeah. my answer. Okay. Love it. What would you tell your younger self? Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't like, I, 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 
comfort him. Like that's one thing with my dad living in America and me never really getting on with my mum. Never really had anyone to comfort me, not hold my hand, but just say, listen, it's going to be all right, man. Endure this shit. This is going to be nothing. Wait till you're 20 odd. You're, you're going to be flying. And th yeah. this is all going to be in the past. You know, um, I, I wouldn't regret my upbringing at all. What do you want to be known for? I want to be known for being one of the most genuine transformation coaches in the world and always doing things out of um, being genuine and not um, having a hidden agenda. Okay, I love that. And what one thing can people do to live a more purposeful life? I think you need to do something you love, whether it's for a job or not. Uh, yeah. I personally think something that keeps me sane is helping people. I love helping people. It's rewarding. Do something that is going to reward you mentally. Yeah. And what would you say you're most grateful for? Got a lot to be grateful for, man. I've got a lot to be yeah. grateful for. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't say one thing because there's too much to be grateful for. Yeah. Um, I'm not religious or anything like that, but regardless of this pandemic, you know, like I, this is this has been the best year of my life, and it's been the worst for the majority of the world. Yeah. Do you think gratitude something that you have to really practice? You can't just it's not just saying hey, I'm going to wake up and be more grateful. Oh yeah, you can't wake up and grow grateful. Someone yeah. like you have to think about it. Like you, have, this comes down to the perspective thing, right? Yeah. Right. Let's say like. Uh, I'm in a house I mean and don't get me wrong it's fucking hard to be grateful in certain situations right let's say you've got a family of 12 and you're you're in there your cousins are there your aunties are there blah, blah blah the house burns down and they all die and you survive well you survived so you got that to be grateful for you know but in that situation it'd be fucking hard so you need to start small you know yeah um but start small that's things that you didn't um comprehend but so, right, we woke up today, Nat. There's people that are our age um, that went to bed last night healthy and didn't wake up. Yeah. You know, they're dead. So straight away, I woke up today. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, we wiped our own ass when we went for a poo. You know, some people can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, you laugh about it, but it's so, so true. We, we can walk to the shops. We can go for a piss on our own, you know, shit like that. Um, because there's a lot of people in the world that can't do that. Yeah. Look, it's an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I love it. It kind of always, again, like I said, it's that energy part that I just find infectious with lots of people that are in my world and I love, and that's why they're in my world. Um, but I really am grateful for your time um, because I learned so much from you as well. And it's really interesting to see your perspective on everything. And, uh, you know, you've, you've been a pleasure to work with like when we worked earlier in the year together on things uh, because you put your mind to it, you're determined, you go again, you keep going you inspire others so yeah absolutely um overjoyed that you've come on my podcast so thank you very much where can people connect with you and find out more about what you're doing well forget that first thank you so much for having me on it's been a pleasure man um and yeah working with you on the mastermind was awesome man made me um level up and learn a lot more about myself as well so big up yourself um, <laughs> but um yeah you can find me um if anyone wants to join my private facebook group which is tjf coaching um, or my Instagram, which is um, Jerome Fitness ninety two, or JF Elite Online Coach. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.
So thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I absolutely love doing it and I'd love to get him on again at another stage. So if you haven't yet listened to my podcast from last week, it was all around goal setting and really, really drilling down and breaking it down for goals you're going to be setting in 2021. So I highly recommend that you check that out. I'm going to put a little link in the episode description like I normally do, but please connect with me. So share this with a friend, reach out to me through nationalpotscoaching.co.uk or my Facebook group is Living vibrant life and i love to hear from you so let me know your thoughts shares about the episode um, and let me know how i can help you i'm really open-minded to listen and talk about what's going well for you what's not going so well but whatever you do for today have a great one and have a great day